Lawrence. What's good, people? It's Reg. It's Stone. And welcome to the Gospel Hour. Right now, we've decided to do a slight pivot from secular music on to praising the Lord. After COVID, post-COVID, realized that we've got to get spiritually right, spiritually right for the rapture. So right now, we'll be preaching to you the gospel, the word of God. And for a small fee to our PayPal account, we can assure you your soul will be saved. You know, we, we need that, that money to, to fuel the private jet. To, feel the, to, to spread the gospel elsewhere? And, and the yachts. You know what I'm saying? For Jesus. We, we've got poor whites in Eastern Europe, you know what I'm saying, out there. You know, no shoes, no socks. going to go out there and prophetize to them, you know what I'm saying? Bring them into the light of the Lord, you know what I'm saying? You know, away from communism. <laughs> <laughs> Flying to Siberia. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, what's good, y'all? That's good. It's been, uh, <laughs> it's, it's been a minute, but Jesus is on the mind. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus walks with all of us, <laughs> except little <Lil> Nas X. <laughs> except little Nas X. <laughs> oh man, so little Nas X has been in a live uh, fire. Um, he's in hell right now. Um, he's in, yes. Literal hell. Uh, so he dropped the video for Montero, Call Me By Your Name. Uh, I guess like this week, last week. I don't know what time it is. Um, and basically it's like all of this like biblical imagery. But there's, then there's he slides down a pole and does pole dancing into hell. And he twerks on the devil. Lap, gives the devil a lap dance. I have to take umbrage of one thing, by the way. What's that? I, because here, here's the thing, though, right? So it got sold to me. Lil Nas X twerking with the devil. I don't believe it was really that twerk worthy. I was very disappointed in twerk department. <laughs> I was expecting, you know, obviously we all can't hit the, the, the heights of Megan the Stallion. But, you know, I was at least expecting a couple of, you know, drunk frat boys on, you know, big Frida stage type twerk level. No, that was that was very no, twerking well, disappointments. It's, it's more of a lap dance as opposed to a twerk. Right. Yeah, even so, that, even, it was more know. straddling. I've as somebody who's given lots of dollars out, you know, what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> I was quite disappointed. <laughs> Well, you're the only person that's just, like that has has focused in on that one part of the video. Awkward. I I I have specific tastes. All I can tell you know this. I was advertised certain things. I feel like I didn't get my 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 money's worth on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was clutching my pearls because he was lap dancing on the with the devil. The, 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 the... That is what I'm upset about. My goodness, I had to do my, my 12 prayers in the rosary. <laughs> Stations of the Cross, shots out to the Catholic gang. <laughs> oh, man. And, uh, yeah, which is All right. So, I don't even know. Uh, uh, I, was like, I'm, I guess I'm not surprised, but I'm also just kind of like, really? Like, this is what you're going to, like, come at? Like you chose balance for this this morning, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm gonna start on a basic level. Probably his best song since Old Town Road. True, true. Yeah, like it's it's actually 
It's a banger. It's a banger. And I'm not going to say he sucks his old time road, but you could see that, you know, he's some dude where downloaded a song, you know, hopped on it, became this viral hit. He didn't really have the chance to kind of become an artist. He kind of had to figure it out on the fly. So it was like a lot of throwing shit on the wall. Uh, the song's flames, period. I, yeah. Like, I was like, oh shit, this song's kind of dope. Um, everything else, though, I mean, uh, I've been following him for a minute online. And what's kind of fascinating about him is, again, perhaps now he's got a PR team, but it feels like even from back when it was first going viral and it was just like, oh, look at this cute little cowboy song, he was just very, very on it. Whereas it's like, you know, continually tweeting, saying the right things, you know, making memes of what's happening, but in a way that felt very organic. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to go, I don't know, here's a TikTok dance and a fucking... He just seemed like somebody who was just kind of and like and like not to be funny. A lot of kids his age they were raised online. And that's the yeah. language they knew. And it kind of reminds me of um, a in a word where it's going to sound random. AOC, how AOC is somebody where you know you'll never see a you don't ever see a process, but like she's a she's a politician who's grown up online and knows how to use it. So even though things may kind of try to come at her, she's always got a you know the 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 shotgun ready just because she knows the, the way that culture works. So it's kind of been fascinating to kind of see him kind of go really, really viral for quote unquote controversy where it's not really controversial at all. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think there's like two tracks, right? Like, I guess like the country music people who like were like, oh, it's like this cool country rapper. Like now we, we think he's cool. Like we're woke now. Um, they're mad. Because, you know, although I guess, like, it shouldn't be a surprise that he's not a country rapper. Um, but, you know, like, that that side of the world is mad. Uh, the hip-hop side of the world is mad because, like, oh, my God, homosexuality. Cross-dressing. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of crazy that, like, Lil Nas X has both sides of the aisle basically clutching their pearls. <laughs> you know, at the same time. Um, and, and again, like I, I, I remember seeing like the controversy and just not getting around to watching the video and I watched the video. I'm just like, really, is this it? Like, are you serious? Like there's, <laughs> it's so, so milk toast. It's like, I, cause it's like, all right. So even like the, the, all right. So even the quote unquote, you know, the, 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 the homosexuality, in the video, is this like it's it's honestly it's like a mid tier drag race episode. Like there's nothing here. <laughs> it's like it's not. I, can, I I won't say there's something here that's good. I'll because like I said I do like division, but there's nothing here that's like oh my god this is really risque. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing here. It's like it's mind blowing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. It's, it's it's the same shit you see like on mainstream television all the time, and even with like you know you could get the idea of the satanic imagery. Even then, I was like, again, like, I, I came in fully expecting Slayer, Rain and Blood, you know what I'm saying? A couple of Christians getting burned, you know? I, I, was, I was ready, man. I had my little devil horns out. And I was like, no, you've got soft pork Satan basically here. <laughs> yeah, but, and, and I thought my interpretation was that Satan was the envy and the temptation oh, that lives in down, all brother. of us. Break it down. And he kills Satan in the end. So he's actually the true follower of God. Woo, woo, woo. Speak, Pastor. Speak. <laughs> I mean, dead ass. That's what I thought. Like, <laughs> like, I, thought <laughs> I thought that was the point. I was like, oh, okay, 
Satan's temptation. The whole song is him about, you know, kind of like trying to, I guess, like, you know, just, you know, be out there, right? Like he's he's just trying to to succumb to his lust, lust, right? He's trying to chase these people that you know that that were are now attainable. They're that weren't attainable when he was like you know two years ago. Right. And like, that's a whole Satan vibe. That, that's literally what I thought. Like, that's like my, my literal reaction to like the, the whole interpretation. Um, yeah. I mean, I, here's what I have to say. I, I, I'm not a huge fan of Lil Nas X, but I do like the fact that he swings for the fences um, in a way that I feel like no artist is, has been doing for a while. Like his videos are, I'm not going to say like the best videos, but they're overly creative um, they're overly just kind of just, I mean, they use a lot of commu- computer animation. He, I know he's a big anime fan. So it's like, like there's, there's always a vision there, which I think is really interesting. Um, and I'm talking about every video that's not, uh, old town road, which I think was done in like a day or something like that. But like, for the most part, like, you know, um, you know, Panini, a couple of those, like they, they're like really interesting concepts. And I think this video is a really interesting concept. It's way over the top. It's what you should be doing as a pop star, you know, um, in 2021. Like, like you're a pop star. You should be like swinging for the fences. You know, you're no longer just like you know. I'm not gonna. Hopefully, nobody takes offense. You're no longer just like an ordinary rap, ordinary rapper. Like people actually know who you are. Um, so why not go for that Gaga level of fame or, or that Gaga level of creativity, like whatnot. So I admire him for doing that. And and look, he's like a 20-something-year-old gay black millionaire. Like, he's just living his best life. <laughs> you know? And, like, he, he never wanted to get pigeonholed as a country rapper. He never wanted to get pigeonholed as, like, a rapper rapper um, or a mumble rapper. Um, so, you know, I, again, like, like, like props to him for kind of like doing whatever, like, even though I, I'm not in the target demographic and it's probably not something I'm like, you know, it's, it's cool, but it's not something I'm like adoring right now, but I adore the fact that he did it, you know, and he's leaning into it too. Like, which I think is, is also something that not a lot of people can do, um, with the whole shoes, you know, with with the Nike shoes. (laughs) Yeah, the Nike, which which which, and we were discussing just now is like apparently that they got hit with the cease and desist, which is kind of which kind of makes sense because the thing is like you know as as we all those sneakerheads know, usually basically you have these unauthorized sneakers that come out where basically they'll cop the fresh kicks, it'll grow through the you know some artist system and it'll come out you know quote unquote as exclusive, but uh, I think Nas has been a little too hot, so I know that I forget who the collab was with, but I know that they got hit with a cease and desist. So we'll see if those kicks gonna come out. But best case scenario, you could buy my flight club, you know, the demos for like probably, you know, twenty K. So that'll be a positive. Yeah, um, no, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And, and but um No no, yeah, yeah. No, no the thing is what what I what I think about it is the fact of where and I don't know this is the case, but considering how he had the sneakers ready to go, he had the clips ready to go, it was basically the conversation for all weekend. I, I actually think he kinda sat there and was just like, hey, You've got this kind of ecosystem kind of built into the internet. Just in general, you know, every every day as the saying goes, there's always a, a there's always a main character on social media, 
where every day you show up, somebody somebody does something where, you know, sometimes good, most of the time bad. And that becomes a cultural zeitgeist for that day. I don't think he kind of sat there and was like, hey, you know, you see all, you know, you see WAP. You see how, like, everybody's having these hot takes on WAP, which is kind of hilarious because, you know, obviously, apparently, X-rated rap songs only got it. You know, that that's a new invention of 2020. <laughs> And I think he was on some like you know fuck it, and it's like I'll lean into this fucking to, like because like I said it's it's relatively milk toast, but it's done in a way where like you said if if you're a country fan you'd be like oh my god, if you're Candace Owens you'd be like oh my god, it's it's these hot takes where they've kind of perfected where they'll have this fake outrage, this very you know very focused outrage on this piece of quote unquote art because it's horrible. And then, you know, they'll kind of have this, you know, holier than thou angle, which I always find hilarious because on the flip side, you know, they have no problem, you know, for this, for this, you know, on the flip side, they did the cry, you know, free speech. But on the on the other side, they want to cancel the shit out of anything that's not, you know, <laughs> two seconds, two seconds. It's like, oh, this, this is homosexuality, <laughs> you know, Satanism, you know, cancel that bitch two seconds. But, you know, God forbid anything else. It's like, no, it's Dr. Seuss. You got to have, we need the Dr. Dr. Seuss racist books to live on. So I think somebody who's always been kind of online, who went viral, he knows how viral goes. He's like, look, fuck it. I'll just put up this troll video, and which goes well for a really good song. And, you know, he'll do numbers. And and, and the thing is, what's funny is even like, like the, the song actually does deal a little bit with some of the themes, but not really. It's basically like drugs and sinning and not even in that overt, like, lyrically. So it basically, like, looking at the lyrics down, if you go to Genius, it just looks like a regular-ass fucking, like, break it, like a future song and shit. You know what I'm saying? True. Like, like drugs and sex. Like, that's it. Like, nothing even too, like, scandalous. So that's why I kind of found fascinating was the fact of where maybe if you weren't stuck indoors, maybe if it wasn't this weird kind of, like, post-Trump, like, alt-right world that we live in, that, like, I'm surprised, like, like people are even caring anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's kind of shock. But... Like I said, props to him for leveraging that kind of outrage to kind of, you know, like I said, he's definitely talented. You know, it's kind of interesting to kind of see people, like the wrong kind of people are getting offended, which is something you always kind of want to see. Ask an artist in general. Like I'm kind of flipping through a, a book, um, basically that's discussing uh, proto-punk in the 70s and talking about, a little bit about Bowie. And uh, Please Kill Me, I think it's called. I'll, I'll double check that in a second. But it's the idea of where, you know, you kind of need the right transgression. So you're reading about yeah. these guys where it's just like, you know, you know, dudes who are fucking 100% heterosexual who are dressing up, you know, like cross-dressing just to get girls because that's what's cool. You know, you have these guys where they're basically, you know, in that era of the 70s punk where they're doing things that are, you know, quote-unquote transgressive for the time, not necessarily because they... It's a not because necessarily there's like a an ethos behind it or a belief, but just because like hey, this makes you know you, like go back goes back to the Cameron, you know, you mad, you mad, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm gonna do this because I know that you guys are gonna flip out, and it's kind of cool to kind of have the energy here in like you know like a Nas X who's multi platinum rapper was able to kind of pull these punk moves. So you know, props to him. Yeah, no, definitely, and, and I think it, it's it's a it's a huge risk, you know. It, it's like like basically he literally <laughs> could take the old town road, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and and become a country pop rapper. Like always play the CMT awards, always play, you know, like 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 I don't know the Ozarks, Missouri, you know, like like play like Branson, um, and get that bag. Um, and he's taking this other road, which is is completely 
unknown. Like we've never had somebody of his caliber uh, in the marketplace. Um, so it's it's a huge risk. It's a huge risk. Um, so I again, like I, I give him props. You know, I, I give him like it's very. You're right. It's very punk in what he's doing, um, and in a way that is is still pop. Right, and I think that's that's really something that's 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 truly amazing. Um, I hope he pulls it off. I hope he gets like, you know, number one song in the country. Like, you know, cause I, I I want I want the pearl clutching to continue. I feel like that that's really good for the culture, uh, you know, uh, to to just have dangerous people, right? Like people who are not conforming, you know, because I I, I feel like that's what artistry is. That's what music is. You know, we all have nine to fives. <laughs> we don't want the dude from accounting to be a rapper. You know, we want, we want our rappers, we want our, our celebrities to be larger than life. Um, so, yeah, I mean, more more power to them. Yeah, no, and and uh, I I think the only other thing I said that was a little bit funny was I guess there's a small, there's a legit controversy. Let me pause for here, where I guess uh, a lot of the choreography, particularly like the stripper pole moves, were stolen from FKA Twigs. I guess the issue was the fact of where they had the same choreographer, but bigger. They reached out to the director for her cellophane video. He And I guess maybe, I don't know if he couldn't do it or if they passed, but kind of stole that idea. So I know there's a little back and forth there, you know, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, like I said, I, I think that's a lot more realistic of a critique than to be mad at, like, again, like, like, Make mid-season burner episodes of like fucking Drag Race. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like come on, people. This is this is gonna be. This is the hell we're dying on. This is it. This I is mean, this is you know. Your boy Joiner Lucas was like, like, oh man, but you're you're a rapper for the kids. Ah, <sighs> and ah. <laughs> <sighs> 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 And even that is the idea, but but then he goes to the idea of like why, what what's the rapper for the kids? It's like he was doing kids bop. It's the idea of he kind of and and I I think go back to the idea of a punk. You picture holding him, and it's like he's somebody where he's he's young as fuck. Motherfucker is probably maybe twenty now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, twenty one tops. You know what I'm saying? Because I think when he came out, he could. I think I read an article where they kind of hinted that he could even really legally drink yet. It's like let the motherfucker be. You know what I'm saying? And, and and it's the idea of where, and you know, as as we all know, you know, if it happened to be, you know, like let's say, you know, a Britney Spears video where it's somebody who's like fucking sixteen doing the twerking and yada yada yada, obviously problematic in that way. We would let it slide, but because this is not necessarily the gender conforming, because it's not necessarily you know heterosexual conforming. Now we clutch our pearls. Now we've got to draw a line. Well, you know, normally, you know, sex selling, you know, throw, you know, we got this little fucking American idol bitch, throw that bitch out there in some my heels and some paces and let her make some money. And that's perfectly fine. You know, as far as that, that, that exploitation is perfectly fine. You know what I'm saying? But because somebody's kind of embracing their sexuality. No, no, this is, this is where you've got to be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I feel like Lil Nas X is going to be fine. Yeah. Like he, he's good. You know, he I mean he will be living off of that like old town real money for a while. Yes. Like so, you know, let him be, you know, you can literally turn I don't even know you're listening on the radio. I don't even know how you're listening or consuming the media, but like you can turn it off. It's very easy. Um, just let the dude be. Come on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
<sighs> and on that note, what have you been listening to, Stone, as far as your music is concerned? So uh, I got to give props to you uh, for this one because I know you've been on the Griselda tip uh, for, for a long time. I'm all about like pretty soulful loops about shooting you and kidnapping your mom. That's my, that's my that's my whole lifestyle right there. So yeah, so I, I like like I, I give props to you for that because uh, the the new Benny the Butcher dropped uh, like last week, and uh, I, I have been blasting in my car. You know, it, it, it's 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 very it's very uh, car test approved. Uh, is this are you, are you rolling around in like a '90s Accord? You know what I'm saying? On the rims, <laughs> kicker box. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Some roaches in the ashtray. Yo, you know what? If, if you had like an Acura Legend, which is like the step Woo! up from the Accord, oh man, you Woo! were pimping. You were pimping, Ooh. pimping. Ooh. You know? A ninety Acura Legend Coupe. Oh my goodness! Ooh, ooh. and a little gold <laughs> trim on the fucking logo. Yes, oh. yes. Oh. You had to oh. get the gold plating. You had to get ooh. the gold plating. Rolling up for bad girl on the side seat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bangle earrings. <laughs> Lord, the trip. The trip. Your kids don't know about that. <laughs> you don't. You out here wearing wearing them them leggings, them saggy sweatpants. What what you know about your bros? You know what I'm saying? What you know about the real shits. <laughs> Oh man, but uh, the the plugs I met too. Um, so so I, there's a couple of things about Benny the Butcher. I mean, it's definitely throwback rap music. Like it's definitely I, and I think this project, you know, just with the Scarface references and things like that. Like it, it, it I don't know if it's intentional throwback. If it's like, you know, oh, okay, well, I'm going to do this intentionally. Or like Benny the Butcher is just living in this era, right? Like that one dude who just like has not seen like a computer. <laughs> you know? Living in the 70s, right? Like, is Benny the Butcher just living in the 90s era? Uh, still got the pager, you know? <laughs> two-way. <laughs> the two-way, you know? Uh, got the one where you can send the, like the little text messages. Like, like that one, that was like the advanced <laughs> one, at least. Um, Cause it felt like very nostalgic. Um, you know, I, I thought like the, the, the beats were very nostalgic. Um, you know, the, the, the lyricism was very nostalgic. Um, the, the music out of Harry fraud, shots to, Har- shots to him. <laughs> Harry fraud, like, like coming through, um, you know, but it just very, it felt like, um, you know, just like, like really good throwback rap. Um, and I think like the most interesting thing about Benny the Butcher is just like it feels very authentic. Um, it feels like there are stakes in this game for him, um, even though I don't know what's true, or what's not. I know like he like people were trying to shoot him, um, and he survived like a shooting or something like that. But like it feels like he's you know <laughs> he's in the trap one day and he's like rapping the next day. Oh, there's a studio in the back of the trap, right? Like it feels very kind of like grounded in authenticity. Um, it seems like he's trying to kind of figure out like how to make these moves between like the street game and like the rap game. Um, and they're like kind of one and the same for him. Um, you know, as opposed to other drug rappers like a Pusha T, who I know is one of my favorite rappers, but that's very much a glorification or like maybe like a, you know, um, just kind of like, oh, I want to be like a cartel boss. <laughs> like Benny of the yeah. Butcher is like very much like street rap. 
Um, and I, I feel anytime like, I could get arrested. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Like you, like the cops can roll through while he's like recording. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. I like I thought it was a really cool project. Like like even the track with um, with uh, two uh, two chains. Oh, that's my favorite. Yeah. 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 We're just very like tongue in cheek, right? Like it's very kind of like even the video is very tongue tongue in cheek, um, plug talk, you know. Um, I don't know. It's just it's very much like uh, I, I I'm just blown away by some of the authenticity they bring. Like I don't know if it's really authentic, but like um, the storytelling is really it's almost like you know like one of my favorite rapper street rapper storytellers is like ghostface took killer right like it's very on that level to me so well you know it's it's something where and like i said i'm a huge fan it's it's something about griselda where uh it's it's griselda rock marciano that whole little segment that weird east coasty revival they kind of make like the, it's a world onto itself and it's something where it's, it's not it's even though like i said it's very much steeped into 90s boom bap it's 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 definitely it's a unique take it's a little weirder it's a little more authentic it's something where it reminds me it, it reminds me of when like i first listened to hip-hop if that makes any more sense it's it's yeah. something where it yeah. sounds brand new but it's not so it's almost like uh because you could say well you know the samples the drums yada 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 the other things you've kind of all heard before but there's something about the way they kind of tackle it which just seems like very authentic i don't know it's because of there's an argument to be made maybe because they're in, they're in fucking buffalo that it's a little bit less away from the bullshit as new york where you know that ha- the idea you have to floss is it's the idea as you're up there you know the money isn't as heavy as it is in new york true you know it's it's, it's there's certain realities where nobody's necessarily going to believe you if you're on some like you know i flew in here on the fucking on a private jet yeah it's just like you kind of have to kind of you have to approach it from a certain angle and like it's something that they kind of like all those dudes do really great so yeah no it's it's i'm happy for the fact that like they're blowing up i'm happy the fact that work stays consistent i do know that there's been some issues small things i know that uh westside gun was on some like ah, I'm, I'm dropping one more album and that's about it i do know that conway the machine was on some like i don't know fuck of griselda anymore i know there's little small things like that what I'm hoping for is just like talk or, you know, back on the little Nas X, maybe hyping shit up in the future. But like, I hope what the click they have kind of has like a little weird Wu Tang type run where it's like, you know, this continuous dope project because like they haven't dropped, they haven't dropped a dud period. Like, you know, yeah. some projects are yeah. better than others, but they're all like, there's, I've never heard a song where I'm just like, oh, this song's trash. Like, they're all dope songs. So, yeah. You know, props to those brothers. Like I said, it's, they're definitely holding the East Coast down, like, in 2021. Shouts so, yeah. to Buffalo, though. Shouts to Buffalo. I, I think that's a, it's, it's, it's a really big thing. Like, like, them not being from New York, but also making the best New York hip-hop right now. <laughs> 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 you know? Like, like, I have to acknowledge that. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely, definitely. But, uh... On my end, kind of similar, but not really. Uh, so you have our Arm and Hammer dropped a new record. Um, very prolific across the board. Uh, like Billy Woods dropped a record with uh, More Mother. Like I think, yeah, actually fucking like towards the end of the last year. Because I remember just, yeah, just oh, wow. snuck in. Just snuck in before, right? In before the lock. Um, so basically, he's got a group of a Lucid, Arm and Hammer has dropped some spectacular records actually shit they dropped a record last year too what am i saying so he had a song he had the album for more mother and they had a record last year i think around summer called shrines um 
So basically, they linked up with I guess I guess Alchemist is on some like you know tailor made beats. Bro, he's just like you need you need the album. I have I have. What do you need? I'll come out there prepare a, a twelve course meal for you, sir MC. <laughs> Perfectly well curated. I've got the finest French ingredients. You know, I've got sommelier to come down here and give you the freshest gangster beats you need for your <laughs> for your palates. <laughs> <laughs> But fresh off a unfortunate loss, actually. Bullshit. That little Nas fucking Grammy. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, yeah. That little, yeah, you know. And, yeah, but, um, but, you know, Grammy-nominated Alchemist. Hooked up together. Put an album out. Um, came out on a Friday called Haram. Um, and it's just a great, solid record. What I like about it is the idea of where, you know, the beats are definitely Alchemist beats. But they also kind of fit the... Because with Arm & Hammer, if you haven't really heard, you've got two MCs, um, Underground. Elucid and Billy Woods tend to do, like... And, and I hate the term backpacker because it's bullshit. It's a fucking... It feels like a derisive term. Yeah. But their they're wordsmiths really concern with storytelling on a, on a micro level. Like, uh, I think Hidden Places had one of... A, a, I'm gonna fuck this up, but Billy Woods had a record where it was just a fucking skit, basically describing the idea of where, like, as a New Yorker, you move to a new apartment and mail comes in, and you end up seeing mail from people who live before you, and it's the idea of where you kind of you're seeing all these bills of all these bill collectors kind of coming after the people who live before you, and how fucked up that is to kind of see like the yeah. But like I said, these are dudes that are working on a very macro, like almost like a shit. Like it, it's kind of dark to kind of say it, but like if we're in post-apocalyptic decline of capitalism times, they're really doing a really good job of documenting it. So obviously not the happiest rap music at all. The last record, Shrines, is a little bit more upbeat with the production. A lot of interesting things happening there. With Alchemist, as you can kind of guess, kind of grounds them. It's not like mob deep era Alchemist. It still has the you know soul loops, funk loops he's known for, but a little bit more stripped down. So it fits them perfectly. Um... And, like, as far as the lyrics they're doing, it's not as apocalyptic as uh, some of the previous records. I felt like Shrines is a little bit more upbeat. I think it's a little bit more like Shrines. But it's just, it's just a great meeting of the minds because you've got these dudes who are all kind of, in their weird way, East Coast hip-hop classists. And they just kind of fit like a glove, whereas it's kind of, it's, it's a no-brainer to see them on paper. Um, great record. The one thing I want to do shout out is that it's, I won't say it's... Um, I won't say it's what you expect, but if you visualize the link up, it's definitely kind of along those lines. But the last track is a song called Stone Fruit. Woof. So basically, it's a lucid. It reminds me a lot of, remember Ganja Sufi? Mm. So it's basically like this almost dark doo-wop beat you would imagine like in Low End Theory, like Flying Lotus, like fucking yeah. kind of production. Not really with the, let's say, the jazz and the fucking, and the drum programming, but like, oh, here's a here's a weird obscure record that we're going to sample from, right? And basically, it's like a fucking dark, evil post-apocalyptic doo-wop they do, where it's full doo-wop, elusive singing the whole thing, one verse is all sung, and it's just so like weirdly left field and kind of fun, and it kind of shows you like what happens when you get out like that, this talented ass dudes in the studio with the kind of things you can kind of do and throw like you know, let's say fucking wrenches in the fucking, you know what you expect. So yeah, already one of my favorite records of the year. So props to those dudes. I mean, and and Alchemist is just. <laughs> But that's the thing. He's been on a... He had the fucking Boldy James record. Dude is... Like I said, it's... it's, And it sucks. Shout out to Gang. Because, cause Gang, we had a discussion last time. 
there really needs to be a sit down and i know there's a lot of talk about the good producers i was i've been going so full disclosure i've been going to a lot of like you know like podcasts as far as fucking podcasts and youtube channels of a lot of like you know of uh hip-hop basically a lot of the ogs a, a lot of fucking drink champs but you know they always talk about producers you want to work with yada 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 and they always say the same names timbaland dr dre again trendsetters geniuses but alchemist man alchemist I, is doing some crazy shit yeah over many decades yeah yeah the man needs some flowers it's it's even his shit is weird because he was some white dude in beverly hills in a white rap group and somehow he went from there to doing classics with fucking mob deep to this weird fucking run he's been on for fucking decades now so it's just like goddamn. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy, and, and it's crazy that he's having this like, I don't know, it's like a, a third revival now. <laughs> but it's just crazy to kind of see his like. I feel like he's just putting out quality level output um, for the past like three or four years now. Um, and Alfredo was amazing. Um, I'm going to check this album out too. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm just shout out to him, man, because I like. You know, sometimes people think that, oh, if you made it 20 years ago, you're done. And, like, this dude's like, no, no, I'm still out here. Still doing yeah, it. Yeah, no, he's he's had a lot. Like, like I remember he's had a single collection because I remember they used to post up the SoundClouds. And then he would have it look like an old school, like a like a 45. I mean, so it's just like it's it's his consistency. It's, it's definitely, you know, so if y'all pitchfork writers are out there and need, like, you know, 5,000, you know, an article to kind of send in, I would definitely recommend you do a deep dive into Alchemist because fuck, like I would love to read something. Maybe Wax Portex has something, who knows, but yeah. I would love to read a deep dive on what he's been doing because shit, he's like, it's, he's had like a lot, like he was doing shit with Mac. Huh? I, I can just imagine the weird, like, you know, like Spotify one-offs, you know, SoundCloud one-offs, MP3 one-offs that kind of hit my inbox. And like I said, they're always dope. Like it's the, I'm never like awesome, like, ah, damn, this dude is fucking flipping fucking, you know, you know Vanessa Carlton or some shit. This is like it's always weird, strange shit. Like you know he had a fucking record with uh, I think it was it Madlib or oh, oh no. Like I know he was with Adult Swim. You know what I'm saying? Like it's of course he's had a really prolific fucking history and like it's it's always been consistent. So yeah, props to that dude. Whereas it's like you know definitely deserves to be in the pantheon of of, of hip hop heads. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, that's about it for our church. We'll be passing around the collection plates, you know. Hope you all give with your heart, with your soul, understanding that, you know, tithing is 10%. Mm. And it's only your soul at line, you know. That's all. Your <laughs> eternal damnation. <laughs> Not that big of a deal. Maybe you could pay us back next week. But understand, hell is hot, to quote DMX. True. True. Mm-hmm. That, that heathen <laughs> DMX. The heathen DMX. Also, again, satanic imagery, nobody really was mad at. I mean, maybe because he kind of put it out there with the whole God shit. But so the little, you know, the little Nazics in the video. But, you know, for some reason, you know, heterosexual Satanism, good. Yeah. Homosexual hate Satanism, bad. Bad. Yeah. You know, Marilyn Manson, good. You know, Marilyn Manson kissing a dude, bad. Yeah, but Marilyn Manson got it back in the day. Yeah, yeah. true. But And, and RIP that dude's career. Yeah, I feel you know. So rest in peace. Yeah, you, you, so you got canceled, bro. Uh, although again, I'm not surprised. 
but you got canceled. Yeah, but it's, he, it's, you know, he, he seems so smart though. It's like he's when off camera he he would say the right things. He seemed. Uh, are you hoping it was a persona? Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I could go like a whole like like extra thirty minutes about like the parallels between like body count and Marilyn Manson, and how like a body count <laughs> essentially got hell. And Marilyn Manson got hell, but not really. But yeah, not really. but it's it's. I think it's all right. So if you have to be honest, what's scarier to to America, really? You know, <laughs> quote unquote Satan, or black guys with guns? Yeah, well, and apparently black guys twerking <laughs> black on Satan. Black guys with guns are weird all the time. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's it's black guys of white Americans is, is yeah, scary scary to America. Waking up in the middle of the night with sweats, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Out there like you know, it's like whoo, praise be white Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Keep those Negroes away from me. <laughs> oh man! Oh, all right, uh, y'all. Until next time. Until next time, stay safe. Stay, stay, stay. Hug your loved ones. Get and, you know, that if you're out there. Exactly, it's it's the streets is open, streets is flooded. You know what I'm saying? Coming out there, eligibility is going down to zero. I, I need Yo, those, anybody could get it. I need those vaccine wraps. You know what I'm saying? Get get that hair on. Get <laughs> I need, them hair on I shots. Need that, that, like that, the Benny the Butcher vaccine wraps. <laughs> I got that Moderna. I got that. I got that Pfizer. <laughs> I got that JJ. I got that Who JJ. Who was that JJ? I got that JJ. Come come <laughs> come around. Come around. I got JJ and Lucy's. <laughs> Which one you want? <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, and on that note, peace. Peace. <laughs>